0: Uh, Siri?
1: Yes, Martin? How can I help you?
0: Sergio Perez has done a good job for us this year. Siri, extend Sergio Perez's contract. End Sergio Perez's contract. I can't do that for you, Martin. No, no, no. I'm backing Sergio Perez. Sacking Sergio Perez. Cancel, cancel. Sergio Perez sacked. Oh, bollocks. Accessing designs for
1: 2013 McLaren (laughs) MP4-28.
2: Hello and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed coming at you from the hinterlands of motorsport with Zog Hello, and Richard Hello, and Gareth. I say hinterlands because we're what in the sort of almost academic period of Formula One at the moment where the championship's over, there's Brazil yet to come, drivers are still finding their seats in the cars for next year yeah, yeah. or in the case of some of them like Pastor Maldonado, hopefully not although we'll have his money, let's be fair. Have you noticed how Pastor has become the most hated man in Formula 1 since Fernando Alonso? He hasn't done himself any favours, I think, by bad-mouthing his team when
1: they haven't done anything. He's just been a bit rubbish, and he's like a petulant schoolboy. That's not going to go down with any potential... uh, Yes, he's the most hated
0: man in Formula 1, By the Williams team which is unfortunate (laughs) because he drives Sir Williams but uh, yeah what a div I can't believe he would do that and start accusing them of deliberately monkeying with his car really mind you meanwhile Grosjean is delighted because he's now top of the class and,
1: uh, and Maldonado
2: is now in the corner with a black mark against him and making Grosjean look even better Return of Hakey to Formula One which warmed my heart and he did, yes. Kiki Kiki sp- I was very pleased to see Heike there he was very realistic he was very I'm starting to sound like him he was very realistic and he had a smile in his eyes I think it was a smile of relief did you see there was a sort of I'm back guys I'm back I'm working again it's
0: okay thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: and he did okay you know not, yeah. Yeah. not spectacular but perfectly good and didn't I'm sure, embarrass I'm sure, himself yeah I'm sure that was as good as my as we're hoping for so well done to him
0: less fortunate for your favourite Scouse driver David Walzacki
2: David yeah. who got passed
0: over for that gig despite
2: looking like Ryan Reynolds a little bit
0: yes maybe that was where the confusion arose he's an actor he couldn't possibly drive our car in a competitive environment (laughs) he should stick to doing rom-coms with Sandra Bullock
1: (laughs) to some extent it makes you wonder what the point of having your third driver is if you then don't in the car when mm. you lose one in the first Sorry, so did I say anything <laughs> out loud there? There you
2: go, yes. Ah, oh, yeah. Often the third driver comes with a package of sponsors, which means that when they drive around on Friday and then all the sponsors, the representatives of the company turn up on the Saturday, that driver is now free to catch the Go and shake hands
0: with them, yeah. yeah.
2: And also, on the whole, a
1: team is not going to be able to get, as their test driver, as their third driver, a guy who's going to be as good as Hecky, basically. They're always going to be, a little bit like a second tier driver rather than a first tier driver because mm. they're prepared to take those more junior posts but when you do actually lose a Riker you need to put somebody good in the car so
0: well exactly but I suppose if they're just there really to sort of show the sponsors a good time they might as well just get a girl from Hooters or something to do it <laughs> 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 let's be honest I've been to Grand Prix and I've seen the people from the companies that sponsor Formula 1 teams and inevitably they're sort of heavy set businessmen from somewhere in the former Eastern Germany and things like that Yeah, are egg and uh <laughs> and not in the computer sense and uh yeah they would appreciate a large-breasted girl showing them how tires work rather than i don't know david valsecki who then goes no one day i will drive the car no you won't mate not in a race yeah.
2: we don't normally cut away to a sketch four minutes into the program but if we did at this point i get the feeling it would be a sketch about how jordan chose jordan to be their Friday driver at this stage, if we could be bothered, but we won't. No, we I won't. I've yeah.
0: never known nor cared whether this is true, but did Jordan, the pneumatically breasted idiot, mm-hmm. get her name from the Jordan Formula One team because that was her first gig in the world of being a sort of pneumatically breasted idiot?
2: Well, her real name, of course, is Katie No, T- No, Katie Tyrrell. Is it? I thought she was called Katie Layton House. Uh, No, I think that was someone else. (laughs) else? (laughs) She she did do a bunch of PR for Jordan. There are lots of pictures on the internet of Eddie Jordan ogling up said large
0: shelf. I would um, imagine dressed in Jordan kit. If Eddie Jordan, small man that he is, walked directly into Jordan, the model, it it, would be equivalent to having a small car accident with the airbags going off. His face would be fully protected. Although people who wear glasses, I gather, do suffer when airbags (laughs) go (laughs) off. That's true. true. If you know whether Jordan got her name from the Jordan Formula One team, please do keep it to yourself. (laughs)
2: So, on to less ridiculous things in Formula 1 Actually, no Returning to something genuinely ridiculous in Formula 1 We still, at the point of recording this show And it could change in the next 24 hours Don't know where Hulkenberg is going to be next year Now, if you were Nico Hulkenberg Where would you go? He's been offered a place at Sauber If he wants it There's the likelihood of him going to Lotus if this financial deal I forget the name of the, the corporation who are buying into Lotus but they're bringing huge amounts of money allegedly but it's all taking a long time to get freed up mm. you know, do you go to Lotus who have got probably the second best car in Formula 1 at the moment although it's a next moment, year yeah. at the yeah. moment yeah. one race to go yeah. next year rules change or it's also been mooted that he could return to force India if you were Hulkenberg where would you go is he? Of those three, Sauber, Lotus, Force India. I'd like to know what Hulkenberg knows
1: about how those three teams are looking going to next year, because he's going to know some things that we don't know. Uh, My first thought is that I'd go to Sauber, I think. Better the devil you know. Yeah, have a one-year deal back there see how the different engine manufacturers pound out next year because I think that's going to be one of the big factors in how all the teams are stacking up against each other next year you know, sure there are other rule changes but the engine changes and the new powertrains are the big thing and it's going to make a huge difference whether it's Mercedes Renault or Ferrari who's coming up with the best engine but
0: I'd have thought Sauber frequently underrated driver Nico Hulkenberg with frequently underrated team Sauber it seems like a perfect mm. fit mm-hmm. it's, he seems that's his natural home I wouldn't go to Lotus because I do get the feeling this company that's trying to secure their future is giving them checks and going, don't cash yet, don't, 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 don't cash, cash, that. It yet. Yeah. Don't yeah. cash yeah. that yet. Don't yeah. please, yeah. God, no, yeah, don't, yeah. no, no, no. I'll post-date it. Okay.
1: Which is a shame because they have shown this year a lot of ability. Lotus have been able to deliver some results. They
0: so. have. I have no interest in Lotus whatsoever and now that is leaving them, I honestly don't care and I hope they don't do as well next season. I find them deeply irritating as a team and rather unlikable and what? I can't put my finger on why. Even
2: if the wonderful it Hulk goes there cuz you, yes. you don't love it much. That would give me, me
0: yeah. a new reason. This is me personally my own prejudices uh, I appreciate I'm talking rubbish. But if Hulkenberg went there yeah. I would give me a reason to just about like them. If yeah. they don't have Hulkenberg. I mean I sort of quite like Grosjean in a weird way but he's also a bit of a buffoon sometimes. But Lotus generally I don't know what it is. Eric Boule-Bays, I find him a deeply uncharismatic man <laughs> who wants to be what's-his-flap from Ferrari with his glasses and is hanging around in the pit lane talking to TV people, but he's just not. He looks like he's a sort of slightly odious Burke. And <laughs> I don't like the fact that they're not really Lotus, and I don't like the fact they're ripping off an old Lotus colour scheme with their black and their gold, and I cannot stand their Twitter hashtags! I will go with I you on the Twitter hashtags. Oh, they're though. infuriating. No, no, no. Whoever's doing what? them should be shot with sh- <laughs> It's annoying
2: beyond belief. (laughs) Eric Boulier, I know from A1GP, he ran the Swiss and French cars enormously successfully in A1GP. And if he's got any say in the matter, I would think he knows how good Hulkenberg is from how he walked A1GP in the years he was there. So I'm hoping Eric will choose Hulkenberg. And if Hulk goes to Lotus, I will love Lotus in a way that I didn't previously. I'm, I'm like you. I do struggle with them using the Lotus name. Hmm. But if it's sanctioned by Norfolk, by Hethel, then that's okay.
0: That makes them Lotus, in my opinion. Well, yeah, but they could sanction my local corner shop. It wouldn't <laughs> make it an authentically Lotus product. It would just make it Mr <laughs> Khan, but he's got well, a black and gold on it. Except that it would make it an authentic Lotus, well, Lotus product. If, it if saying, Lotus yes, come along and say, this, you know,
1: this is an authentic product, it is an authentic Lotus product. You might think they're devaluing the brand by spreading themselves so thinly, but hmm. if they want to go into corner shops...
0: You
1: know, why not? Well... I'm not
0: sure! I don't know. Can they get Nico Hülkenberg to work behind the counter? Because then I'd be interested.
2: Well, the chances of Nico working in the Lotus Corner shop are slim. Let's hope that he doesn't choose Force India next year. If he stays with Sauber, Sauber have got a very quick car. You can't be up there doing fourths and fifths, like Hulkenberg is at the moment, without having a very quick car. So that's not a bad choice. Although, historically, if you ever noticed, this, Sauber always managed to get their car running really well for the last two races of the season. They've done this yeah. for, since the middle 90s. Mm-hmm. If they came out of the blocks with a rocket car, they'd walk it, but they always managed just at the end. Right, we've done that's it. all oh, season's yeah.
0: over, yeah. the rules of go. We've really right. got this. I think we can probably win next week. What? No- <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> (laughs) Oh. Hi, Key. Great to have you back in F1 Racing.
2: Yes, it's great to
0: be driving for Lotus as you can. You must be disappointed, though, to get this chance with only two races left in the championship.
2: No, I'm just uh, happy to be here. Uh, I'm getting to drive. I'm getting paid. Um step petrol We are a speed. I've just had a really interesting week driving a car which doesn't have an engine. instead of having an engine it has an electric motor.
1: Ah so it has a sort of engine.
2: Yeah. They'd yeah. an internal combustion engine. Yeah, you never hear people say electric engine. They say electric motor. motor they? Don't you're quite they. Right. Yeah, you don't. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a Renault Zoe to drive around in. And was it last week or was it two weeks ago, Richard? You had that Nissan Leaf. It was two weeks ago. It was ago, two ago, weeks ago.
0: I, I came to your house.
2: Mm. And how did you get on with the modern electric car ownership experience?
0: Well I had it for a week I think we talked about this On the programme before I have this theory That now is the time To have an electric car yep. Because once everyone's got one You won't be the able to
1: to buy them do, not be there Do all the things
0: That you can do at the moment uh, Which is Stuff that I did I came round here To see Gareth And he said There's an electric car Charging point round the corner So we went round there
1: no one was using Nissan it. Nissan
0: had left this little card in the car that is a company called Source who have electric charging points around London. And I subsequently looked into this. You pay, I think, something like £10 a year for yep, this card. you
2: register. But the electricity that Hackney provide at the moment is free. It's free, exactly. And one of these incentives of places, yeah. to get people to drive EVs, if you are a member of Source, which is kind of like your service provider in some ways, you know, it's yeah. a bit like buying a car and saying, no, no, I only put BP petrol in it. Source, provide you electricity... But Hackney, don't yeah. charge them for it. Or the other way around. Hackney, don't. Well, anyway, it's, yeah. it's, I think I, it's, it's London-wide. Case, because it's as, I, as far as I can understand
0: yeah. it, it was a tenner. It would have been a tenner for the card. And Nissan had paid for that very kindly. And I went to this charge point with Gareth. It's an, a marked electric bay, which nobody was in. Here's where my theory stands up. Uh, you know, parking around here is a nightmare and if you don't have a permit you have to put your little visitor's thing in or pay at a machine you get a maximum of two hours i was part of that electric car space was sort all of three three and a half hours mm-hmm. for now you getting the car filled up with electricity for nowt. brilliant drove it around a bit more went to the bbc go to my office to make top gear and there's a plug point in the car park so i got the three point plug out stuck it in there stuck it in the car spend all day in the office knowing that when I go downstairs the car is not only charged up but because it's got this app that you can talk to your car with, about an hour or so before I left I could tell it to put the heater on. Which is lovely. So bottom line,
1: would you be happy to have that as an everyday run around in London? Uh,
0: but, I think if I was but, just driving around London, which... Which oh, is I a mean, fairly
1: important caveat because it's it a, of a mileage we've got better infrastructure for the recharging but I don't, it, yeah, I mean it, 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 it just caveat.
0: seems so sort of rather predictable and boring to point out that electric cars can't do long distances at the moment it's like pointing out that two-seater cars can't Take five people, although some electric
1: cars can do long distances, we should get off. But this is not to overlook
0: the fact that it is a substantial limitation. For example, the Nissan website, you can say, I want to go from here to here. So I put in my postcode and I put in the postcode of my family's house up in Cheshire Mm. just out of interest to see what would happen because I know they have fast chargers in motorway service areas now. What it wanted me to do was an enormous dog leg down the M4 sort of to Bristol. To meet the M5 to go up past Birmingham to meet the M6, so sort of twice as long journey, I think, because it wanted me to intercept the very latest charging points. It's ah. like, well, that's no good. I know the M6 is a bloody nightmare. At the best of times, it would take me like eight hours to get there. But no it, good. But if you have a suitable
1: range extender, a range extender, will be fine rather than a simple battery. Then yes.
0: It's, uh, so anyway, sorry, to just nice. answer your question very quickly. Yes, if I just had a car to tool around London in, I could see. I became slightly obsessed with going and getting my free electricity again to mm-hmm. try and prove my theory. Now's mm. the time. There's a source point at my local super. Supermarket, yeah. and I went there. The fact that I was only nipping in for some bread and milk and things, I knew I was only going to be about ten minutes. If I'd been any longer, again, dedicated parking place, no matter how busy it is, zip in there, charged up, lovely. Ask me the same
2: question,
1: Gareth. You've just been driving a Zoe. Would you be happy to have that as an everyday run around in London? Absolutely,
2: definitely. I'm sold, man. I think I'm not just sold on the Renault Zoe. I think i am sold on the electric car as a concept. I've said I am for a while because when we drove that iX35, the Hyundai fuel cell car, the joy of being wafted along silently Mm -hmm. becomes absolutely intoxicating. I'll tell you what I've noticed. I've become like an ex-smoker. I now drive around in an electric car, and when you get out and you hear cars go by, Wow, well, they're a bit noisy. And I actually quite like the refinement that comes with an electric car. And I found I deliberately took the kids and their neighbour's kids to school on two occasions in the Zoe this week, you know, because, oh, we're going to be a bit late. No, Marie, I'll take them in the electric car. We get in the car, I said, listen to the motor. And they go, OK. And because there's no noise... They stop shouting and they took quieting <laughs> So Why if it? you've got kids, having an electric car keeps your kids quieter. I can tell you that. You might not want to guarantee to all listeners that, <laughs> that yeah, we'll yeah, kids quieter. I can't, I can't getting... guarantee that, though. No. The electric car experience, the Zoe was great. I mean, she's so pretty. Did oh. you
0: just call a car, she?
2: Yeah. And she's get a, out.
0: Yeah. Out. Sorry. Out now. Sacked but, but she's, from your show. But she's Zoe. She no. Was, she's, no, no, no. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. She is no, 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 None of that No, no. Really? No, no anthropomorphic. never, ever, ever. But
2: my sore No! My is gold legs. No, gold-legged. no, no it isn't.
0: You are fired. Oh, no. You, Gareth Jones, are dismissed from Gareth Jones on speed. Oh. Well, guys, it's oh, well. been...
2: Big, uh, Thanks, hey, good no, luck I'm with the care. show. Yeah, and all that. I'm sure you'll come up with a good name for
0: it. Yeah. Hang on, well... No, you've got to work your notice. Oh
2: really? How long yeah. is that? Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, in- so yeah. oh, <laughs> that was a close one. That was a cliffhanger, wasn't the it? V- a v- warning. Okay, I can't call her she. No. Okay, ships only. It's very pretty. <laughs> it is. I agree. Super duper pretty. That's what got me interested in this car. It was nothing to do with the technology. It's just so pretty. I think that car is Wendy Padbury. Do you remember Wendy Padbury? Is she a ship or a car? She was one of the doctors' first. Oh, I, I, I had the name. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 that was one of the things I was thinking of, but I do not have the guts to go. She for played it. Zoe, who was there with Fraser Hines in with the. With William Hartley yeah. um, William Hartley. Oh, yeah, uh, Troughton, actually, uh, period, yeah. Um, oh. And she was just as pretty as this Zoe outside. And mm-hmm. I did anthropomorphise. But the whole experience was very good. It was very easy. I can't do what you can do. I can't recharge from a 13-amp plug with the Zoe. No, as, see, that, to me, that's it a makes it unusable.
0: I mean, that's. did you define that a drawback? or was not yeah,
2: To be honest, no, I didn't, because I can't plug it into my house here. Because And if I wanted to do that, I'd have to have one of these safer charging points fitted, which British Gas will fit for Renault when you buy mm. a car. Mm. They'll put it in... It usually costs... About 700 quid i think they'll put it in for free and it gives you an overnight charge in nine hours or something but exactly as you said if you go to one of these polar high speed charging points 32 kilowatts is that what it is i think on the motorway they will charge the battery to 80 percent of its capacity in 30 minutes you know, that's so, a cup of coffee in a bit. Yeah, a, beer, a beer of coffee, a to eat. Yeah. yeah. So you can do longer journeys. You have to interrupt them with charging every now and again. But there's also some deal, I think, with Renault, whereby if you buy a Zoe, you get access to a larger Renault car for two or three weeks of the year if you need to go on long journeys or something. Well, it happens in Europe. I don't know if they mm, do it in the UK. Yeah. See, and yeah, this is this one of the things the, about, about well. range anxiety
1: yeah. and people banging on about how electric cars are useless because of range stuff. You know, you have to be realistic about things and most people's journeys are overwhelmingly short journeys. You know, you hmm. do quite short trips. The times that we do longer trips, you know, unless you're a travelling salesman, unless you're doing a lot of motorway miles... For work or that kind of stuff. On the whole, most of us we're making tortured most of the time. Your typical range of your typical electric car is perfectly good for that. And those occasions when you need more range, you can on the whole either plan for that by getting hold of another vehicle or perhaps some of these models of vehicle ownership which give you yeah. occasional
2: ownership of a more... A big, hmm.
1: Is longer mileage? Uh, well, you,
2: you, you've been writing the, about the future with Violet for stuff recently. And yeah, a lot of it, we've been doing lots of energy stuff. Yeah, imagining from, uh, how cities will operate in the future. And one of the reoccurring themes is this whole car ownership idea we'll move away from that and we'll just go towards personal mobility i know they sound like labels but the idea that you perhaps own an electric car you have access to those vans that are parked Mm. in car parks when you need to move things at the weekend or on a long Hmm. trip you'll get a car from a car club that comes as part of the deal with your electricity supply clever thinking. I'm there. For, for those occasional things or anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm there.
1: i and, and yeah, this also gets to, But this also gets me to that kind of model of using bigger vehicles, greater load-carrying vehicles, means that then for your personal transport, you can indulge yourself a little more in what you really want, rather than something that's you know, boringly practical and sensible. Because I was thinking about what would be the electric vehicle that I would choose if I was going for one at the moment. And in all seriousness, I would try and build myself an electric car right now rather than go out and buy one. And the way I'd do that would be to get a Westfield or Caterham basic chassis without the engine and transmission and put an electric motor and batteries in instead of an internal combustion engine. And I'm sure I'm not the first person that's thought of doing that. If any listeners have done that, let me know how it worked out Uh and tell me why that's either a really stupid idea and I haven't thought it through or... How incredibly brilliant I was to just think of that. Um, <laughs> and, so you're going to stick a couple of Hoover motors in it there. No, then? there are a couple of specialist companies who supply bits for DIY electric car building. If you decide you want to retrofit your current car that you were thinking of moving on anyway, if you decide you want to retrofit that with an electric powertrain, they will sell you the batteries and electric motors and controller hardware and all the stuff you need to replace your internal combustion engine. With electric bits, this website I was looking at the other day—they do stuff for vans as well as for cars. How hard can it be? Can't be that hard to get an existing kit car chassis. It's going to be a bit easy to work with in any case. Stick an electric motor on there. I really reckon that is a very, very doable thing. And for
2: London runner, that would give me a great sporty little electric go kart. Funny what I was all saying there. Nissan. Uh- pretty much done exactly that at the moment have you seen this car that they've announced that they're going to build called the blade glider have you mm, seen this yeah. basically same concept as the nissan delta wing narrow track front end yeah. delta configuration to it driver sits in the middle rather like the mclaren f1 with two outrigger passengers slightly, mm. slightly set behind what they did for the mule at the moment taking the aerial atom chassis opening that out into a triangle from a, a, what do we call that shape, a rod, I suppose, to a triangle. And that's what they've done. They've stuck in <laughs> a couple of electric motors and off they go. And they can do stuff like differential speed control on left and right wheel at the rear to give it better turn in and mm. grip.
1: Oh, and, and I'm Great. sure they'll be doing a much cleverer thing than I'll be doing with what I'm planning in my head at the moment, which is, you know... <laughs> Two-scale electric controllers. Thinking, well, I know. <laughs> well, well, no, but you see, well, what I'm thinking is hub-mounted motors are ideally yeah. the way to go, but I wouldn't be able to do that. It would have to be using your regular drive shafts and an inboard motor. It would also be a more basic thing and a sort of ten grand, roughly budget. Certainly, the prototype of that Nissan is going to be a whole lot more than that.
2: Yeah. But, um, so I have to say, I can't wait to see the Zog Mark One electric sports car. That's going to be some piece of kit, isn't it? Oh yeah. Zog, it's Gareth Hey Gareth, hey, I'm in the car You're in the car? Which car? The dogs are It works, man, it works That's great news, how's it going? Yeah, alright, that was good Uh, Yeah, it handles well, it's all good Uh, 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 Hang on,
1: I'm going to have to call you back Uh, Your spin cycle's about to start, hang on
2: Well, until Zog's remarkable, revolutionary, electric, lightweight sports car comes available, the rest of us are stuck with the electric cars that we've driven now the tesla we drove was fantastic absolutely the hyundai ix35 we drove was fantastic oh, speaking of tesla just there's a
1: tesla showroom in the westfield shopping center just it's opened there. yeah yes. I did, I, has it West caught one? fire yet? Yet. No, I, uh, <laughs> look, when i saw it it was still remarkably unsmoky uh yeah so a good demo, by fire
2: so good demo the other day about battery swap on the tesla model s with elon musk on stage They drove a Tesla Model S and said, yeah, we're going to show you how quick we can do a battery swap here. But look on the VT screen and here's a guy going to the fastest fuel station in Los Angeles. So he pulls up and he starts filling in a car and the Tesla Model S comes in and they swap the battery and the car drives off. And the other guy is still just about putting his money in Then another Tesla S comes in and they take the battery out and put the new battery in and robots automatically torque the bolts back to where they were they could have done three cars in the time it took to fill one regular Audi which I thought was a great demo it was a good bit of showmanship mm. they're good at that smart and, guy Elon you know, Musk will have a lot of time for yeah you. likewise equally full respect to Renault who have pretty much <laughs> given up on petrol cars in the UK really they're really majoring on their electric stuff at the moment can't wait to drive the Twizy but the thing i like best about the zoe really lovely compliant renault slightly roly chassis which was just great but it really stuck even though it had these low rolling resistance eco tires mm. you know and it was the 17 or 60 17 inch rims which cost you something like six miles off your range of a full charge apparently it was still really grippy i liked it how was the leaf to drive
0: it's all right i think the best thing about it is that instant torque you get from yep yeah. Electric motors, that's the big thing for electric cars, for me. I just find that's hmm. a novelty. Instant delivery. Again, yeah, yeah. why now is the time to have one, because they feel a bit novel still. And also, you can sneak up on your neighbours and run them over. <laughs> okay. and we got out of the way.
2: I didn't sneak up on anyone, because I left the sound on. And in the Zoe, you can choose three different sounds.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, really? Yeah.
2: The sound, one's called pure, one's called... Sport, I think the one's called Death Ray Laser Weapon or something. But listen, this is the sound. I've recorded the sound of the Zoe. This is what it sounds like. What it sounds like is like a very alien landscape. Someone moaning in the distance. Uh, It's quite a nice sound. So it's not trying to do an engine sound? No, it's more like a sci-fi note. I don't know what note it is, a C-sharp or something. I'll have to check it and tune it. That's quite a nice sound. I Mm. like it. You can turn it off completely if Mm. you want and go super stealth.
1: Yeah, it's the
0: okay. I prefer it to engine sound. It does something similar, but I don't know what it sounds like from outside because I was driving it. But I thought it was the electric motor because it's a bit of a whine. Mm. And then I realised mm. you could turn it off, and then it becomes blissfully quiet. It's odd actually. I found myself driving it along with the radio off, just yeah, to, as the cash Mode once said to enjoy the silence. Yes. Again, it's a novelty, one that would wear off eventually. But in the course of a week driving the car, I actually quite enjoyed it. It was yeah. almost like just yeah. a sort of respite from yeah. noise, which is an interesting thing. It's like going for a quiet poo and just going, ah, oh, no one can bother me in here. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 uh, it's a very strange analogy, and I apologise for that, but that's, that's the first thing that cropped into my head. It's just, you know, having those blissful moments of peace in an otherwise busy day. Yeah, if are listening, listening, I didn't poo in your car. I'm just saying, it's sort of, I'm just trying to compare it to something where you get a moment I'm digging. How
2: much is a leaf?
0: Oh, God, they're about 25 grand. The second hand ones are quite cheap. They're depreciating catastrophically, as far well, as I can tell. Zoe's a not cheaper. Zoe's 15 grand. Is that including the 5 grand you get from the government yeah. at the moment? Again, yeah, yeah. this is a time to buy an electric car. Yeah, the government throws 5,000 yeah. pounds at And more. you
2: know what you were saying about don't buy an electric 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 car lease an electric car yeah i think so the zoe you buy the car but you lease the batteries now that's
0: annoying then because if you go i don't want to pay the batteries anymore. you're stuck with a car that you own but you can't how does that work well the batteries stay in
2: the car Mm. you pay 70 pounds a month for as long as you own the car it's just you know hang on so how much is the car 15 grand
0: so the car's 15 grand and then it's 70 pounds a
2: month on top of that yeah and the 70 pounds a month gives you if the batteries go below 80 percent performance they swap the batteries out, give you a new set of batteries. Mm. And when you sell the car, you sell the contract with the car to someone else. Mm -hmm. It's a fixed period contract, but you can't opt out. There are always ways Mm. of opting out. But I think that's the best of both worlds No, I don't. I think that sounds dreadful. Really? Yeah,
0: that's an awful scam. That's just going, oh, here's your car, but you've got to lease the petrol tank or lease the seats. No, but to look at this... I just paid (laughs) you for it! Let (laughs) me keep it! But to look at this
1: differently, those batteries and battery life, that's definitely an area that people have anxiety about. What happens if after two years, their light must be smartphone battery and they're only working half as well as they were when I bought the car I'm not going to be happy so in that sense leasing makes sense and I think this is one of these things in terms of electric cars that we're going to see what model of sort of ownership and Mm. payment and so on people are happiest with and works out best well the one that
0: caught my eye was the BMW i3 scheme which is where you're leasing the whole car Mm. I think you put two or three grand down as a deposit, which you don't get back. That's the downside. But then it's sort of £300 a month, but you're leasing the whole car. And again, what they're trying to do, and I see what Renault are trying to do, is they're trying to assuage people's fears about the batteries going. I understand that Nissan the warranty on the batteries is supposed to be your peace of mind so uh-huh. you've bought the whole car yeah. with the Leaf but if you go after two years look my battery is definitely not holding charge then you go back to manufacturer. You 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 know, obviously warranty. you've got yeah, a big okay. fight with the warranty department but in theory again there are all these various manufacturers just trying to offset a natural concern about battery mm. cars you can see why they're doing it but for me you're buying a technology that's evolving really fast I would go where you just lease the whole car if you're that interested in getting an electric car and you want the instant torque and I mean something I find with the Leaf it's got a very nice ride as well and I think partly because it's got a low central gravity and it's sort of actually quite heavy mm-hmm. and it's a very relaxing city car just purring along once you get over the range anxiety the first day I drove it it was my stressful journey of my life it was fully charged but I was just still like oh, God, I've got to conserve momentum conserve momentum That's just the same. very gentle after a week particularly because I have got obsessed with charging up everywhere I went for free ah oh, fine if there's a traffic light just about to go amber I'll just clog it through and instant through instant through Except there wasn't even that
2: noise. I'd have have an electric car tomorrow, and I would say to anyone who's about to spend 15, 20 grand on a car, if you've got a journey which is less than 70 miles every day, what's the range of the Zoe? 102 miles if you are very light footed, or 65 miles if you're me generally. If you can do that, and that's your general driving duties. Go for it, man. It'll save you a fortune in fuel, and it's genuinely refined. Well,
0: this is my closing thought on electric cars. I think there are certain very appealing things, certainly about that Leaf. I'd be interested to drive the Zoe, although I think it seems like it has some limitations. But... So does the leaf, the range being the most obvious one. Mm, but yeah, yeah. there's something appealing. The talk is appealing. The silence is appealing. Mm. I do believe now is the time to get an electric car because most of all they are cars for cheapskates. You can <laughs> yeah. run them on yeah. nothing, nothing at the moment. Really. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that will change when more people have got them. Yeah. We've only
2: got a couple of minutes left, but I just want to draw your attention while we're on the subject of electric cars to Formula E. You know, we started oh, yeah. the programme saying we're going into the hinterlands of motorsport at the moment. You know, one more race and it all goes quiet. Formula E, bit more information about the is starting to emerge it's going to be a winter series we know that it'll start when f1 goes off air And it'll run through the winter months, right the way through to June, the last race, which is literally round the corner from here at the Olympic Park in Stratford. In June 2015, that'll be, and that's the finale to the season. It starts in Beijing, they go to Hong Kong, they go to Uruguay, they go to Brazil, they go to Rome, they're racing around the Colosseum in Rome.
0: Uh, Ah, at least that I'd like to see. Yeah!
2: I've just noticed one small problem about the schedule, though,
1: that the end of that first season, that's not going to clash with Le Mans, is it? You're talking about June.
2: No, it's the end of June is the race. Le Mans, middle of June. We're all right. Yeah, it's a bit of a worry. Because I intend to go to this. I'm fascinated by Formula E. And the car looks good. Have you seen the car? It looks pretty capable 150mph thereabouts at the moment and the teams you know the teams who are going to win well, the I cars mean, tell
1: us all about this because I haven't heard any recent news about Formula E but my basic take on it. I'm very interested in it I want it to work out and mm. I wasn't that taken by the looks of the car I must admit and I don't like this idea of drivers changing cars as apparently mm-hmm. they're going to be doing mm.
2: but I'm well disposed towards it so what's the latest the teams as you know Drayson is running a team and he knows electric cars being mm-hmm. the lightweight electric car our world land speed record holder at the moment Andretti Racing, Michael Andretti has come on board Dams. This is slightly ridiculous, but the mm. Dams team, who Eric Boulier used to work for when he was running, funnily enough, the A1GP French and Swiss teams. Dams, mm. they are in partnership with Alain Prost, and they've rebranded the team as E-Dams. I kid you not. <laughs> kid <laughs> you are what? they
1: looking for
0: cheesy sponsorship? <laughs> for you? Yeah, I, I wonder. I They're could French, they should be Dutch. on the Buy Gum team and whether <laughs> to, um...
2: Dragon Racing are also in there, and that is Roger Penske's son. So so that's America having two teams now. Aguri Suzuki, ex-Formula 1 bloke, has entered a Super Aguri Formula E team from Japan. Team China, who used to run the A1 GP car in China. You can see why I like this. It's a mm. lot of A1 GP. runs in the winter, the same people, etc. But one of the most interesting things is the announcement of the latest team last week, which is ABD, or as they're going to be called... ABD Formula E Team Audi Racing. This is the Audi uh, Tuning House. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, ABD. And they're getting factory help from Audi. So, Audi are sort of just keeping their hands involved in Formula E. And if a manufacturer like that are tweaking with it, because Renault are already in there. McLaren are involved. Williams are involved. They designed and built the engineering of the car. Hopefully, we'll see some big players. What you need is big names. Like A1GP, you're going to have to pick up drivers on the way up to F1. And the odd driver, I hate to call them F1 rejects, but guys, you didn't quite get a seat. However, if Maldonado goes to Formula E, I'm not interested. <laughs> quite
0: literally sparks will fly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You've been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed with Richard Porter, Goodbye. with Zog, and with me, Gareth. See you.